Whatever day or time you're listening, welcome. I'm Brandon James. This is MI Focus, a new podcast, many more to come. It's a unique and positive dive into everything Michigan. We'll talk about history, happenings, and people who are doing interesting and inspirational things across the state. And uh, this week is just kind of a introduction uh, to give you an idea of what kind of things you're going to hear about, some examples of actual uh, podcast topics that I'm going to do, some of the things that inspired my interests. Uh, so a little backstory on me. Uh, Jordan Lass is with me, and uh, he works for our stations here, and uh, he kind of helped me get the ball rolling uh, yeah. to, to get the place on the websites uh, to put the podcast, and so thank you for that, first of, of all. Yeah. <laughs> uh, major help getting it off the ground, and so I wanted you to join me on this first one, and uh, I'll probably have you back for some of these going forward. I think yeah. it'll be a lot of fun. Oh, I've yeah. wanted to do podcasts for a long time, so... Um, you know, and I've been in broadcasting for over 20 years now. Yeah, you got some time on. I've I've got some time. Well, <laughs> <laughs> but I uh, it's it's not been very often lately where I get to do something new and different and cool and I cool. Mean, but Pe that's the beauty of where we work. They give us the freedom and the you know they actually want us to do this kind of stuff. So sure, it's, it's really nice and it's it's fun because you the, my favorite thing about podcasts and I listen to a lot of them on my own time is you can jump in whenever you want exactly, and check it out. And you can, people may be jumping out already right now. <laughs> we hope you're not. We hope you'll take the time and, uh, and listen to this. So, um, anyway, a, a little backstory about me. I've, uh, like I said, I've been in broadcasting for over 20 years. I started right here in, in this building in Kalamazoo where yeah. we're at right now. I mean, some of you might be listening to this on other station websites, but I'm based in Kalamazoo. Yep. Uh, I've been pretty much in the West Michigan area for most of my career. I did have a stint out of state, which I'll, I'll get into because that is some of the inspiration for what, uh, became this. Yes. Um, but I've always had kind of a fascination with history, but especially local and state history. Yeah. And so basically in 2013, I took a job in West Virginia. Uh, it was a morning show host for a country station. Okay. And that was brand new for me. I'd never done the country format before. Uh, obviously, I know yeah. you, you do the country format. You were yeah. at Faster Horses uh, last weekend. Oh my gosh, that was... Oh. That was, yeah. But um, so once I got into country music, uh, I realized I actually liked it more than I thought I did. It's actually, as a, <laughs> as a DJ... It's a good format. Just I don't I don't know what it is about it. Like I don't know. I think it's the loyalty of the audience. I think so too. There and especially with the station you're at in Battle Creek, Win ninety eight five, a very big loyal audience. Oh, I spent yeah. a couple of years on that radio station a few years back, and one of the first things I learned is wow, this is a big that Battle Creek audience and the surrounding area. They love that radio station. Southwest Michigan. They will they come out and us. see you. Yes. No matter where you are. Yes. Field of flight, you know, always a big involvement there. Yeah. And uh so it was the same in West Virginia. It was uh, just big station right. in the area. And that's the right state too. Yeah. I mean oh, people God, love West their country Virginia. music there. And I was on a station that pretty much covered the entire state. West Virginia in size is is a lot smaller uh, than Michigan, so the state or this uh, station pretty much covered the entire state and had a very loyal audience. And you know, I was from Michigan; I sounded funny <laughs> to people in West Virginia. Someone from Michigan sounds like they're from Canada. Yeah, I the, bet. Because I, you know, one of the bits I 
did on my show early on was, um, why do I sound so funny? <laughs> or where where do you think I'm from? I didn't tell them right away. And so no. I had people call in and guess. A lot of people thought I had moved to the U.S. from Canada. <laughs> They did. I mean, we are neighbors. We are. We do get the... We, they, but we still think they sound funny. That's true. I mean, <laughs> and, but here's the thing, though, because I grew up in West Michigan, too. I grew up in Grand Rapids, so we didn't have, like, that Canadian influence, but I lived in Detroit Metro, and then I worked up in Port Huron. That Canadian influence is there. It really it is. is. Maybe I'm biased because I worked at 89X. And <laughs> we even we were think in people. Canada. We even think people in the Upper Peninsula sound funny compared you to pers- us in the Lower Peninsula. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so it's it's a weird dichotomy. It really is. So what happened was in West Virginia. Uh, when I got there, I wanted to learn about their local history. Of uh, you know why not? There, and there's a lot of it there, and it, some of it is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I I'll, and maybe I'll maybe I'll do one about some of the qu- quirky stuff. stuff from West Virginia because <laughs> that well never runs dry. Let's just say. <laughs> and I and I don't mean the typical jokes that you hear. It's it's West Virginia is a place I'm so intrigued by it, but I'm also terrified. You, everyone should go there. I'm not saying you have to go and live there like I did. That was a big bold move, but at least go for a visit for a week sometime. It's one of the most beautiful states you oh, will I ever imagine. see. It's insanely beautiful, but the people are interesting. And they're great people. I met a lot of great people. They're people I still keep in touch with. And I was only there for about a year uh, before I had an opportunity and came back to Michigan. But just in that short amount of time, I made a lot of friends and people that still follow me today on Facebook and still wish me a happy birthday and, and it'll interact with stuff that I do. You know, it's just, it's crazy. So my wife and I were driving around. And we noticed out in the country there, we'd see these signs that would say, you know, this city unincorporated, yeah. this city unincorporated. And it's like, what does this mean? Yeah, what does that mean? And so I was like, this is probably some West Virginia thing. I never saw this in Michigan. And so I decided to look it up. And basically what unincorporated meant was it's a city that does not have its own government. Basically, it's either like a ghost town or a four corner, you know, just a little village and we do have a lot of these in michigan we just don't have signs that that say that at least i haven't seen one maybe there is one somewhere and so my wife being the big helper that she is she's a broadcasting person as well lacy um she said you know it'd be really cool and i bet the people here in west virginia would love it pick out one of these unincorporated uh, unincorporated communities and do a feature on it. Yeah. See if you can find some history, dig some things up, and yeah. you know, do a feature on your show, and then post something on the website about it and yep. Facebook. And it's like that's a brilliant idea. And so I started doing those on my show, and people ate it up. They loved it. Well, then I moved back to Michigan and started working at a station in the Thumb region, yep. and again, a very rural area, small town. And there's tons of unincorporated communities in the Thumb region, but yep. again, in Michigan. We don't really, we just call them ghost towns or or whatever. And so I was like, well, I really like that word unincorporated. And so I started doing basically the exact same thing at that station. And I called it the thumb unincorporated. Yep. And, and people tended to enjoy it too. And so then moved back to the Kalamazoo area and I said, you know, I want to do something more statewide. So I started a Facebook page called Michigan unincorporated and uh, through other media outlets I worked at, and even sometimes just on my own, I would pop something on the Facebook page. And again, it was at that time, it was pretty much just focused on, on small towns 
or ghost towns. Yep. And then I decided, you know what? I want to broaden out. And instead of just focusing on a specific town and its history, other unique things in the state. And I've got a few things here. And, and so what leads to the MI focus is... I want it to kind of be in the spirit of, of that. And I may even do a couple that will feature like an old town or something mm -hmm. uh, somewhere in Michigan, West Michigan, Upper Peninsula, wherever, um, especially if something jumps out at me that's like, I bet nobody ever heard about this. Yeah. That's yeah. the stuff I really like to do because um, there's a lot of history everyone knows about. So I don't want to beat an old drum. No, you, know, or, you want to find the new stuff. Right. If something, you know, or if it is something that everybody knows about, is there an aspect of that that's that a surprise that's a surprise factor. Yeah. yeah. And so like one that I'm going to do soon uh in one of the upcoming podcasts. And generally I think the podcast is going to feature one, maybe two topics, uh depending on what it is, is a history uh topic. The surprising reason all those old maps of Michigan look so wrong. Have you seen those? Like no. the old yellow maps? Uh -uh. And Michigan doesn't look like a mitten. Like cause back then, the way they surveyed, it doesn't look like the Michigan we know. It looks weird. Yeah. And I always thought that it was as simple as they just weren't able to survey as well, and so they didn't quite get it looking. That's actually not the reason, and I don't want to spoil it, so I'm not going to tell everybody right now. <laughs> it's a very... Funny reason. I, I'll give a little bit of a clue about it. Basically, the people surveying Michigan did not want to survey Michigan. So, Interesting. So they half, you know what? Yeah. <laughs> they yeah, yeah. they phoned it in. Yeah. Um, but there's a lot more to that that it makes it even more funny. So that's what we call in the radio biz is a tease. A tease. That'll be it. <laughs> there'll be a, <laughs> there'll be an upcoming podcast where I I tell that story and I think people will really enjoy it. But another thing I'm into is weather. Me too, uh, bro. I, lo I love a good thunderstorm when it comes through. I don't want damage or people to get hurt, but it does, you know, I get goosebumps when a good clap of thunder happens right outside the window. I've always wanted to be a tornado chaser. Me too. Uh, did you ever watch that show that they oh, had? Storm yeah. Chasers? Yeah, Reed Timmer. The guy right from here from yeah, West Michigan. from Grand Rapids. He went to my high school. We, we've watched and rewatched Storm Chasers several times. He's a crazy man. He he is. He, he used to drive that uh, that armored vehicle. He used <laughs> to drive it through it looks the, like the neighborhood. looks like a military equipment. Doesn't <laughs> it's it? It's crazy. You knew when Reed was in town because that thing would roll through. And if you see that thing, you better go hide and duck and cover and <laughs> go to your basement. But... I also, within weather, okay, I don't want to just talk about today. It's going to be sunnier. What's some interesting things that happen? Did you know that a hurricane-like storm once formed in Lake Huron back in the 90s? A hur basically. Like a derecho. Like no, it wasn't. Iowa last year? No, it wasn't. It formed on the water out on Lake Huron, and it developed a lot of the same signatures as a hurricane, and it was even rotating. It had an eye and an eye wall. When was this? This was, I want to say 1996. I'm pretty wow. sure. And it didn't cause any damage. It stayed out on the lake, but it had a lot of the signatures, and it even reached uh, peak winds just one mile per hour shy of what would have been a Category 1 hurricane. Now, because it's on Lake Huron, it never was officially designated as a hurricane, but it was considered uh, something that's not supposed to happen. No. And meteorologists are still studying that storm. And so, you know, there's another thing. Um, that's crazy. Sports. Did you know the U.S. played the Soviet Union in hockey in Battle Creek in the 1980s? I did not know that. 
So there's another one. That's so cool. Of all the places, Battle Creek. Right. And I mean, they played other places, but I didn't know that. When I, I stumbled either. upon that, I was like, that's a crazy story. So that was another one that I looked into. Um, music, Johnny Cash performed his final full concert. No way. In Michigan. Wow. Yep. Where, Detroit? It was in Flint, actually. Flint. And, uh, and during that concert, he made the announcement that his health was starting to deteriorate. And, and yeah, so... Um, another one is food. Uh, you got to talk about food with Michigan. We've got our Coney dogs. Uh, you got your better made chips, your Detroit um, style pizza. You just, yeah. I'm sure you, yeah. Detroit style pizza, of that in my life. your Verners, your Fago. Yeah. So, um, there's a lot of interesting stories in the history of those companies mm-hmm. and the history of why people are into those foods. Why did it get so big here? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's another topic, you know, that'll get mixed in there and, Along with food, restaurants. Many people know Michigan, in particular Sturgis, is home to the very last hot and now in the entire world. I miss hot now. Make the journey, dude. I know. <laughs> I need to get down. It's to only Sturgis. an hour away from I Kalamazoo. Know. It's Maybe, worth it. We you do know what it. I think I'll do. Uh, there's a concert I want to go to in South Bend. On there you the 15th. go. Well, that's a little out of the way. Is it a Sturgis out of the way? is the uh, is to the east okay. a little bit. I don't know. It's still worth it, though. It's really good food. <laughs> I'll probably, probably still get some. We, My wife and I make the pilgrimage to Sturgis at least a couple times a year, specifically just to get hot now. I remember and, one on 28th Street. No, it was East Paris and 28th. Well, when we lived in the Thumb area, the second, when there was two of them left, there was yeah. one in Bay City. And yes. so we would make it there. Well, that one burned down, I want to say five or six. It was probably more eight years ago maybe okay and uh so we just got to hope and pray that this one in sturgis please don't close. they have a big falling and other people are like us and will come from faraway like lands that. to go and get their olive burger it's you know? like whataburger <laughs> those other places it is um so anyway that's kind of some of the history i i am going to want to do some human interest stories sometimes there's a lot of people doing amazing things oh, especially yeah. during the pandemic it it was really another thing i like to do is who are the people doing the good things during something really Terrible. bad? Exactly. Um, and it was just a couple months ago, and I, I know you're familiar with this story. Yeah. I met Paulie Cohen. Yep. Uh, he's a Kalamazoo man. And get this. He was diagnosed with cancer during the pandemic and decided to record a concept album. And it's incredible, for one. It's a very good album. I'm going to try to get him to come in uh, so that I can do a deeper dive and probably even play some of his music. I was going to say, we got to yeah. get him to play. Yeah. Oh, I, I'm going to say, bring your guitar with you. Because yeah. I want people to, to hear what you got going on. We're going to revisit that. Um, it was a very fun... Not only was it a concept album, he added, he made it interactive. Yes. It, all the songs had certain themes based mm-hmm. on movies from the 1980s. And he had a, like a scavenger hunt thing you could do on his website where if you could figure out what lyric referred yeah. to what movie, you could take this quiz. I'm like... Who does this? It's kind of like it's Taylor a, Swift with the Easter eggs and songs. I didn't know she had Easter eggs in her songs. Yeah, she does. She do does. That. Yeah. I mean, I know she talks about her exes a lot, but <laughs> is that the Easter eggs you're talking about? Maybe. Which, ex, which ex-boyfriend is this song about? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, another young lady I met just a few months ago, and uh, I did an interview with her uh, for WKZO, or the station here in Kalamazoo. Her name was Abigail Jacqua. Yes. She's a college student at Western Michigan, and also a pandemic-related uh, story with her. She started a business when she was sent home from college, and it's doing very well now. And Where's I, it at? 
she she's at Western Michigan University. It's an online business. Okay. Um, and she sells uh, it's mainly clothing products okay. uh, for women, and and shoes, and I think maybe some makeup and things like that. Okay. Um, but she's another one I'm going to try to get a hold of and and see if she'll come in. And again, you know, along with the history or you know unique stuff with weather, sports, and food, you know, some of these human interest stories of people doing fun things. I also like mysteries a lot. UFOs and ghosts. And I'm not going to go too much into that stuff. Um, but there's a few I want to hit on. Uh, one is this, and this one isn't even Michigan related, but I like it so much. I'm going to do it at some point is, uh, the guys that hacked into the television broadcasts of the two stations in Chicago back in the 1980s, <laughs> the guy basically put on a max headroom mask. Do you know who max headroom is? No. I'm probably um, showing yourself. my age a little yeah. bit. He was a popular character in the 1980s on, uh, was was it MTV? I don't remember, but it, he was a popular character. Well, the guys that did this hack, one of them was wearing a Max Headroom mask that looked absolutely scary as hell. It just was frightening. And they broke on, and it was just they were. He was saying all sorts of random stuff, and then they cut the signal, and it went back. They never caught the guys. Really. And back then it was easier because everything was analog. It was easier to hack into a, a station. Yeah. Um, but anyway, it's it's a crazy story, and that's one I'll talk about. And that's, then that's one of the things I loved about growing up in West Michigan was getting access to WGN. Yes. Because I could, and WTTW that I, was the other station that was yes, hacked that day, yeah. the PBS one. Yep. Because they showed lots of really cool, like old Twilight Zone stuff at night and things well, like that. I'm a Bulls fan, so I just love. Oh, there you go. You got your Chicago sports. <laughs> yeah. Um, movies. There's movies that have Michigan connections, or were even filmed here. Um, Ferris Bueller. Yep. Takes place in Chicago, but you've probably noticed Cameron is always wearing a Red Wings jersey in that movie. How come? There's a reason. And uh, so that is a topic. And anyway, you know. Th- on and on and on. There, this thing can go all sorts of different directions. Wasn't 30 Minutes or Less shot in parts of Grand Rapids? Remember the movie? I think it was Aziz Ansari and somebody else. They delivered pizza. I'm not sure. I think it was. You would know more. because that's I'll have to, that's I'll have to your, dig that up. Yeah, yeah, that's your neck of the woods yeah. and, uh, being from the Grand Rapids area. But of, the one I know of is that American Pie takes place yes. uh, south. Is it Kentwood? or uh, I think it's, East Grand it's Rapids? modeled after EGR. Right. Because there's a, one of the movies they go to the Lake Michigan, yep. and yeah, yep. so things like that, um, and then of course when it's seasonal and the holidays, uh, there's a West Michigan family a few years ago that added a really unique twist to Christmas caroling. They did it on horses. Interesting. And uh, they were fun to talk to, and there was m- more of a reason they were doing that. So um, those are just some basic ideas, just yeah. to kind of set the foundation of what the podcast is going to be about. Uh, it's going to be wide. Uh, but kind of focus, and that's why I like the MI Focus name because we just want to focus on Michigan and whether it's a funny topic or something historical or a human interest, somebody doing good things. Uh, we have a lot of that in Michigan, and uh, so that's that's kind of what we're gonna do. I mean, two good people too, because you and I have lived all over Michigan, right? I mean, I've lived in what Kalamazoo, Battle Creek, Grand Rapids. Uh, Detroit Metro all over the place over there. I worked in Port Hurons. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, and you, I spent my summers up north in Arcadia. Yeah. So it's just, I know the state very, very well. Yeah. And again, other than that one year in West Virginia, I've been here pretty much my whole life, yeah, mostly well, in the Kalamazoo area. In Iowa. Yeah. We lived in very similar You got to uh, get out at places. least once. It's I would recommend everybody at least once Go move away for yeah. a little while. 
and come back. I mean, I know everyone can't, you know, but it's give it, it a try. It really that one year I spent away. Not only did I get to learn about a different place and a different culture, and in West Virginia, literally felt like a different country sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, when I came back home, it gave me a new appreciation for home for Michigan. I mean, I was the same thing with did. Iowa, like not having access to the Great Lakes and stuff. It, I mean, it was just... I missed that a lot, too. Yes. And the late sunsets yes. in the summer. I, I didn't miss the early sunsets in the winter. God, <laughs> Iowa was... I hate that. so hot because of the corn. It holds that moisture in it's the atmosphere. It's flat and, yeah, there's not as many trees. I loved it, though. Cedar Rapids was so awesome. And then you had Iowa City a half hour south, so it was like having Ann Arbor there. Sure. Des Moines, a lot of fun. But, yeah, I agree with you. If you ever get the chance to move away for a while, just give it a try. Yeah, I, I have no regrets at all. I mean, it, it was a big move because, again, I'd never moved out of state. Yeah. I'd never even Hold moved out of the... Oh, let's see, it was 2013, so eight years ago, about 30, 32, 33 okay. years old. I'm 41 now, yeah. so... Yeah, it was it was a big move yeah. for me and my wife. And I mean, at least you were a little bit older. I was, what, like 26? Okay. I would have had trouble doing it at that point in my life. Dude, it was nervous. I was too. And I've always been, uh, in some ways, in my comfort zone. Yeah. And in particular, just with with location. Yes. I just, I'm I'm a Kalamazoo person. I grew up in in Parchment, you know, suburb of Kalamazoo. And I was just comfortable here. I love to go visit places. Yeah. uh, But as far as actually moving and especially eight hours away out of state. Yeah. But, you know, I just decided, you know what, I'm going to go for this. There's, they have a, a Yeah. One in our industry, sometimes you have to take that chance to build your career. That's very true in broadcasting. Yeah, uh, you don't know, almost it, everyone has to, has to do that. Well, if you, if, or even or, if you want to make it, yeah, if you want to really make something for yourself, cause it's like, Unlike other professions, we can't just be like, oh, we'll pick a city on a map and we'll move there. Like, you're at the mercy of openings. There's only so many radio stations in every city. Well, and you're throwing darts at 20 of them and yeah. seeing which one's going to call you back. Exactly. Or maybe even 50. It took me a year and three months to get my job in Iowa because I was being like, I had tons of offers, but I was waiting for that right opportunity. Well, and yeah, and the the job in West Virginia, I learned about it. Uh, my father lives there. That was part of the connection there. Yeah, I saw and that on he, Facebook the other day. I he, did not know he lived there. Yeah, he he heard about the opening at the station I ended up going and working at. So I probably would have stayed here had had not had that opportunity not come along. Yeah. So um, mine was a little different. I didn't just throw darts at the board. I was like, oh, West Virginia picked me. Yeah. But still, same thing. You know, you, you get there and you're like. Wow, this is I'm I'm actually living here. I'm not going home in seven days. Yeah. <laughs> I still, dude. I but still it was remember. great. Do you, it was do great. you remember the, like your first week there? Yeah. Did it you was... stay in a hotel like I did? No, fortunately, we were able to get our living set up okay. before dude, I got there. That that's a story, dude. They <laughs> I stayed at a hotel a couple of times. I went down there to to interview. Yeah, and you would and kind of sur- survey the area and look even, for places they to didn't live. Even bring me out for an in person interview. Oh wow. Yeah, and that wasn't a COVID COVID thing. No, that was <laughs> no. It was a if we bring you out here, you probably won't take the job type of situation. So, <laughs> uh, dude, I spent I spent a week in a hotel, <laughs> and I just I remember because I had to I had to drop off my now wife in Chicago because she had to finish up in Michigan, and I remember driving back alone, and it was like that's when it hit. It was like <laughs> holy crap, I am not going back home. <laughs> and I live six hours away in Iowa, of all places. Yeah, I think it was about two months in that I it really started to hit me even more. Like, I haven't 
set foot in Michigan in two months. I've never done that in my entire life. Yeah. I'd never been outside of Michigan for more than probably seven to ten days. Yeah. And uh but you know, you might think, God, oh, then you that's when you would start to feel homesick. And maybe some people would. I mean, everybody's yeah. different. Um yeah. but I didn't. I missed no. Michigan. Um, but I still was looking around, like, yeah. all right, well, what is there to find here? And uh again, you know, with West Virginia, there's so many touristy like things to do there and so basically the first three months even though we lived there we operated like tourists we were yeah. checking out every cool thing we could find uh and there was a lot isn't and, it a lot of like towns like in the middle of like mountain ranges like oh yeah it's set up it's so different than michigan there's no townships there's just counties and they're not squares they're funny shaped and it probably does have to do with different ranges and rivers yeah. and things like that. And then there's just these isolated communities in weird places and roads that wind. Like it could take 15 minutes to get to a town that you can see because you got to wind around and down and around. And then, then you get down to the city. Like you can see the city you're approaching. Like you could walk there a direct route in probably five minutes, but it takes you 15 minutes to drive it. You know, (laughs) where, how close were you to Morgantown? We were about an hour South. Okay. And that's actually where my father lives now. Did you go there? Uh, we didn't do too much visiting in Morgantown. I wanted to. If we would have been there longer, we wanted to Dude, go to. I'd a, love to see a West Virginia football. That's game. what I was just gonna say. That's what I was just gonna say is that we. My dad said sometime he's gonna try to get us down there to to go to a game because that's they do not have an NFL team there. No. Most it's most like Iowa. Well, yeah, most people in West Virginia it's, it's, root for either the Pittsburgh Steelers on, if you're in the North or the Cincinnati Bengals if you're in the – but they're not hardcore. Oh. But West Virginia football, yep. you think U of M fans or Michigan State fans are hardcore football freaks. It is nothing compared to what it's like in West Virginia with that with that football team. Dude, it's I, insane. I was the same way with the Hawkeyes. Yeah. You can be in Des Moines with Ames 45 minutes north <laughs> with Iowa State. They're all Hawkeye fans. It's crazy. But it happens in those states where you don't have pro sports. Yeah. Think about Alabama. Yeah. I mean, uh, that's a very good example. Mississippi. You have these states that don't have it, and it colleges everything. I think the only place where they really pull off both is probably Texas. Yeah. The, yeah. The college, but then Michigan. they're nuts. Yeah. We're nuts yeah. about both here. Well, I think part of that is because of the history of our professional football team. The Detroit Lions. It's not a. It's not a good. It's history. not a good history. So I think it's it's created that. Well, I guess we got this to hold on to. You know, with Michigan or Michigan State or take your the pick. Red Wings or the yeah, even other sports. Whatever. Yeah, because yeah, they've had more success. Although none of them have recently, and that's been kind of depressing. But yeah, we don't, and who <laughs> knows how long it's going to take any of them to compete? Yeah, unfortunately. I, you know who I think now has the best path is the Pistons because they got that number one overall pick. That's interesting. The Tigers are showing some flashes this year, and but yeah, it's, it's just, not. I mean, they still got a couple years to go with yeah, that. Yeah, and we'll see with the Red Wings too. So. Yeah, we'll get it. You know, it'll swing back the other way at some point. I think point. the Lions are building something, though. I hope you're right. And I hope we, I hope you didn't just jinx it. Yeah, you know? well, not not, yeah. <laughs> I mean, but we're always hey, Lions fans. We're just all every year. We're like, oh, it's going to be better this year. And then it's not. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, I think we'll wrap it up, but uh, that's kind of an introduction to what MI Focus is going to be like. And uh, I'm going to try to put one of these out a week. Uh, you know, do my best anyway. Yeah, uh, I mean, we work in radio, so sometimes yeah, it gets busy. And I work in news, and yeah. that's very unpredictable. Yeah, it can be light or busy. Uh, but the goal is to get a new one of these up every Thursday, and yeah. uh, it'll be one of those topics like the ones we were talking, and or you know, not strictly those types of topics, but just that's kind of a general idea. Idea. A little bit of history, uh, you know, in a lot of different areas, weather, sports, music, food, uh, people. So, and I look forward to sharing it with everybody at our on our station websites that are carrying this uh, in Kalamazoo, Battle Creek, uh, Holland, and Coldwater. Yeah, we appreciate them for allowing us to do this on their pages. Absolutely. And Jordan, thank you for helping get this set up of and course. for joining me on this one. And uh, you won't be a stranger to no, it. Uh, we'll no. definitely get you on some more of these. Especially like, because I'm a travel guy. And yeah. I'm doing a lot of traveling in Michigan this summer. So I, I feel like we should do an episode where we just like, wrap up the summer talk about the things that we did places that we went and something like that so, sure share I mean, some positive and, experiences and, yeah and you're going to yeah. keep length pretty free form you're just going to allow the episode to go where it goes that's pretty much how it'll be i don't have a certain time this one already is probably way longer than i thought it was going to be but it, it but it i don't care would you say it came out pretty easy though because it sometimes was you're like how am i going to fill time and then it's like 30 minutes goes by and it's is like, this Whoa. 30 minutes now yeah Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> we did good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we'll look forward to the next one. Next week's uh, episode two will be uh, a dive into one of these things. But uh, this is the first one, and appreciate everyone checking this out. And uh, for MI Focus, I'm Brandon James. You can also uh, get us on Google and Apple Podcasts, guys.